Hey, it's Chris Reed with Keller Williams Classic Properties Realty and The Regroup. If you're tired of making your landlord rich, we're here to help you. With The Regroup, there's never a fee to you as a buyer. Our buyer representation is always free, and we look forward to moving you from where you live to where you'll love to live. Call Chris Reed at Keller Williams Classic Properties Realty, 614-317-5594. That's 614-317-5594. This is Dr. Buzz from Buckeye Anti-Aging. If you're a man, listen to me. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, you can get help now. There's a safe, non-surgical solution for your problem. At Buckeye Anti-Aging, we have the right solution for your problem. Every man is different, but every man will eventually encounter this. If you're a man that suffers from ED and the blue pills simply don't work, call Buckeye Anti-Aging at 614-600-2378 or visit BuckeyePMR.com today. Welcome to 614 Fempreneur. I am Michael Cheney, and I am here with my lovely co-host. Oh, thanks, girl. Jennifer Kessel-White. How's it going? It's going so good. Um, I am just happy to be recording from Facebook Live today, so you can check us out there, too, at Welcome Home 614 Instagram as well. Absolutely. How are you doing today? I'm good. Uh, You know what the best part about my day is? I have three businesses that I currently own, and or partner with and two of my business partners are in the room with me yeah and i couldn't be happier <laughs> that's awesome i mean this is the best day ever i know <laughs> I, you, you know what makes me really happy what? the guests that we have i'm so happy about oh, her yeah oh, look I, that transition. I, I, like, this is this is just so good <laughs> so we've got our first female entrepreneur guest sarah Karakan. and she's amazing to start off with she's been featured on hgtv the New York Post, and a variety of variety of other areas and spaces that she's going to talk about. But Sarah, welcome to the show. Hey, ladies. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I wouldn't have it any other way. No, like, you're the perfect first guest. Totally. In my opinion. I feel super honored. You guys are rocking it out. This operation is solid. It's legit. Thanks. Yeah, yeah it's legit. That's Yeah. It we can't really take much credit for it, but it's legit. <laughs> you I'm, found it. Though. I'm taking credit for it. I don't yes. know what you're talking about. Okay. I'm taking all the credit. <laughs> all right. So Sarah, listen, tell us a little bit about what you do. Um, if, if you're going to just say, here's what I do, cause I know you do a variety of things. Mm-hmm. What do you say about yourself? So everyone tells you to have an elevator pitch, right? Which for me as a multi-passion entrepreneur is always so stressful, but I think I've got it. So if I'm in an elevator with someone, Hey, what do you do? Hey there, I stage to sell and rent. That's what I do in a nutshell. Okay. So I create spaces for people to either fall in love with, to become their home or to fall in love with become their temporary home. Okay, good. I like it. That's mm-hmm. a good elevator pitch. No, that's really good. Thank you, Lee. I've been working on that for years. I need so. to work on one. <laughs> I know. Mine is what, I don't know, what don't I do? I, you know, and we were talking yeah. about that actually yesterday. And it was funny. Sarah and I had lunch yesterday and she mentioned one of the things that um, she disliked was being considered a jack of all trades Mm -hmm, because you really need to hone in on not necessarily a specialty but just something that you're known for your brand what is your brand oh that girl does everything yeah what What does that that tell you what does that mean nothing yeah so what are you good at a lot of uh, you know right like so so finding that elevator pitch super important and it probably helps even kind of give you your own direction yeah because you know, I know that you do a lot of different things, but 
that's hard to market. Mm -hmm. And when you can focus in and say, okay, this is exactly what I do, it's very easy to tell that to the world. Yes. And it helps you as an entrepreneur stay focused because as we were talking also yesterday about lunch, there's a lot of shiny objects when you're either starting up your business, keeping your business humming along, right? There's all these opportunities you can grab onto, but you have to ask yourself, will that help me get to my either my end goal or my my short-term goals? Right. And does it serve the purpose of what my mission is within my business? That's a really good point. We so, are victims of the shiny victims. objects. Yes. Like, yes. hard. Because yeah. it's hard to not reach for another opportunity yeah. or, or what have you. Because you do, especially I know in the beginning with me, I wanted to do everything. I wanted to never say no. Mm-hmm. Jen was giving me a hard time about that yesterday. But I wanted to take on every single opportunity because... I thought that that would work to my my advantage. At one point it did. Now that I am more focused, um, I don't have my elevator pitch yet, but now that I'm more focused, now I I have a clearer direction of of where I want my business to go. It makes you feel so good. Yeah, and it kind of sounds like you're you're, there. there. Yeah, I'm getting, yeah. Well, the first thing I want to touch on is the whole HGTV spot. I think it's huge. I'm sure it's it's had um, a lot of power in getting you to where you are now. Um, so maybe kind of give us a brief overview view of what what your relationship with HGTV is. I'm a little tongue tied here, <laughs> and and where how that has has played into what you're doing today. Right. So that opportunity came to my husband Nick. I'll reference Nick a lot because we are business owners together. That came to us in 2000. 14. And it was actually that year, I'll never forget it, in January of 2014, I had an opportunity to, I was an actor at the time. I lived in New York City and I just moved to Columbus actually a year and a half ago. I know, fellow New Yorker over here. Yes. New York City twinsies. I miss you, Queens. (laughs) Love you, Queens. Queens against the world. Yes. Um, And it was January 2014 and I had a Broadway callback for the musical Newsies. And I had spent... I think I, when I added it all up, I had spent over $600 on prepping for a callback to which, you know, you get a callback. It's it's you have everyone in the room and then they say thank you and you don't hear. And that $600 goes where, you know, and, and, and I had been an actor for many years and it was just my return on my investment wasn't where I was comfortable okay. where it was being. Now there are people who stick with it and they and they find the payoff in finally making it. For me, I was just finding myself being, quote unquote, um, ready to move on, right. I guess. And so I was desperately searching for something to do. Like I hadn't been wanting to be an actor since I was like able to talk. Like wow. I was singing into my dad's like video camera, it just endless musical theater endeavors growing up. And so for me, I felt like my identity was gone. And so I was searching for a lot of things. And I found that I really love houses and homes and making them livable and functional. And so I dabbled in being a professional organizer. That's where I got my first entrepreneurial start. And I started Instagramming about m- making drawers more um, organized or like closets more organized. Instagram was kind of new at the time. Mm-hmm. And what year was that in for you? That 2014 you that? or 15. Got it. I think it was Instagram. Maybe it was Facebook. It was so long ago. I don't remember. But one of the social media platforms. Okay. And uh, a producer from HGTV of some sort uh, invited me to audition for the network. They were they were. I think the first time actually they were just looking for spaces to come in and do work on, like have their one of their star designers come in and, and do work on. I talked a lot about, this is another story entirely, but we bought a property in New York and that was Nick and my content for years and years and years fixing it up. Right. Um, that's actually the first taste of Airbnb hosting was in this property in Astoria. So 
that didn't work out where the star designer would come and, and, and do a space for us. But they're like, actually, we're doing this competition-based show. We think that you would be great. You should come and audition. And so Nick and I were like, okay. So auditions were very natural to me. And I was like, Nick, don't get your hopes up. Right. Like, these mm-hmm. things just don't. And he knew that. You know, audition after audition of me not get. I mean, I, I worked plenty. I don't want people to get the right <laughs> idea that I didn't. Right. Yeah. But, but you know, you knew how auditions went. Yeah. Now, what did Nick do at this time? So Nick has his master's degree in architecture, found out very quickly he did not want to sit at a desk doing I cannot picture him sitting at a desk. He He is high energy. He needs to be moving around. Yep. So he also, he too struggled with what he, he's his master's degree. When he graduated, it was just after the recession and I knew a lot of people in the hospitality industry and I got him a job, you guys, um, in Times Square at Planet Hollywood, holding open a menu, inviting people to come in to Planet Hollywood. Oh. So, you know, just using those. Yeah. Good looking out. You oh, got him that you know, job, listen. Huh? But he was like, I'll do anything. But then he got a job uh, in corporate interiors. And eventually, I think at this time, yes, he was working as a contractor for Google. Okay. He was space planning for Google. So Google would say, hey, Nick, we have a new team that we're forming and we need them. We need to shuffle around the offices. Oh, by the way, they want a ball pit and they want some sleep pods and a fancy micro kitchen. Can you make that happen? He would be like, yes or no. The fire codes. Like, right. Great. So it was his job to say to create space, livable, functional space within Google. Very cool. But his career obviously has played a big part into yes. what you guys are doing now, which is Correct. pretty pretty freaking cool. Well, and I think it also played a big part into us going on this journey since 2014 and getting to like, it took me now, how many years? Five years to come up with the elevator pitch that I'm with right, today. Right. So long story short, four months of auditioning for HGTV. We got the show. It was not a show. It was on our own show. We competed with three other couples to flip a beach house in Gulf Shores, Alabama. And let me tell you, if you ever wonder if the work on those shows is real, it is 100% real. Nice. We would be at 10 p.m. taking up tile in that kitchen, dealing with mold on drywall, hanging cabinet. Like we. All the surprises that you would normally find you found. Correct. There may have been some surprises that I, I, to this day I don't know, but they felt like they were conveniently just popped up just to make uh, me go over the edge and cry on right. camera several times. <laughs> yeah, you're like, weirdly enough, I'm going to have a mental breakdown. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but yeah, <laughs> so and for so our cool. business, it being on a network like that just makes you feel legit and people also trust you more when you're sure. on a a network like that. Yep, so. It adds to the credibility, which is what mm-hmm. Jen and I talk about a lot, which is what yeah. we are doing here with this show. How do you establish and credibility? Absolutely. Right? Totally. So tell, do you feel like social media really got you to a point of your highest amount of success, like brought you over to the place? Obviously you're proving yourself mm-hmm. um, when you're doing your work, but is social what got you the business, the clients? What do you think? So what what did it bring you? It was still very new when Nick and I were new into working together. Yeah. We created Nesters, which is our business. And I feel at the time I didn't know how to leverage Instagram or Facebook. I was just having fun showing people what I was doing. I think as an actor, as a performer, for me, it was just natural to do that. Like, look what I'm doing. Yes, it's it's a little ego involved, but also it's 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 making yourself credible. Like I am making these before and afters happen. So at the time, did it make my business? I mean, obviously, we had the HGTV opportunity. And when we moved from New York City and closed down our operation, which was finally getting to a point of like profits and to a whole new city, 100%, 90, I think we said 91% of our clients from 
August of 2017 until maybe just three months ago, people found us on Instagram. So for us, it was a great way for us to start up our business again, find clients. And the great thing about social media and podcasts and, and radio shows is your clients can kind of already interview you yes. while you're just living your life. And mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I try not to put on a show on social media. You know, I have a potty mouth. And so like, I don't oh, hold back girl. on Instagram. Like <laughs> I have opinions and I don't hold back right. on Instagram. That way I attract people who hopefully will want to work with you Correct. and feel like they get to know you a little bit. And this way you're not working, which is my biggest thing. Like I do not want to work with people that I do not get along with. Correct. I want to interview them as much as they're interviewing me. It makes the transaction or the the relationship go so much better for both parties. You know, it's not even like, yes, get along, but also like believe what you believe. You know, like it's hard to work with people I'm now doing a lot of um, short-term rental co-hosting. So I will host people's properties who have no interest in the management aspect of Airbnb is a platform that I am most um, familiar with and I enjoy using. But I can already tell, like, if they're just put, trying to put a bunch of heads and a bunch of beds under a roof, like, mm-hmm. that's not what I they're believe. They're not a good fit for they're me. They're not a good fit for me. That does not right. mean that they can't be successful at what they were trying to achieve. Right. Totally. But I won't have fun doing it, which exactly. means when I communicate with that person, we're not going to have a good time communicating because I'm going to have this pushback of hospitality. You just know it's not going to be a good partnership. Yeah. The one thing I'll say about your social media that I think is pretty cool, you do a really good job of like teaching. I don't know if you view it like this, but you know, I I was watching just recently when you were talking about the locks that you were changing, mm. you were using the the new style of locks and you're it's very informative. So I mean, I think that, you know, you are certainly catering to like folks that want to get into short-term rentals and all of that, but you're also helping out the everyday homeowner or realtor even mm-hmm. who might need to make some updates to a house. You're so good at that. Thank you. And Sarah, let me ask you, while we're talking about that, do you, that's when, again, yesterday, what's one of your future goals? Mm-hmm. You know, like Michael's seeing exactly where you want to go. Mm-hmm. So I just want to say you're already nailing it, but tell everybody else what, what it is. So as an actor, I found out very quickly that as a musical a stage actor, we are, I'm already, I'm automatically in this pool of people who make less money than then, you know, there is a 1% of stage actors who make mm-hmm. a ton of money. Um, so at that point, I knew I needed to start investing money right. so that I could retire someday and or right. feel like I have some sort of uh, financial control over getting the things out of life that I want. So that's continued into being an entrepreneur. And real estate, I just, Nick's like, you have to read this book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, whole other conversation. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, real estate's amazing. Like, we need to get into this. We already love working on houses. Right. How can we get in on this? But I've also learned as of late that the education industry might be a better return mm-hmm. on our investment than even real estate. Because mm-hmm. you can create content that is evergreen or that is at least um, passive for the you know six months to a year where you create it once. In case some of our new yeah. newer entrepreneurs don't know what evergreen means, yes. can you tell them? It just means you create something, let's say, um, how to how to run a short-term rental on Airbnb. I mean, that might be a little too broad, but, um, and you create that content. How to stage your home before selling. Something there we like go. that. Yes, yes. How to stage your mm-hmm. home before selling. You create a video content or you create a blog post. And once you create it, like an evergreen tree, it stays green year round. Mm-hmm. And you can make money year mm-hmm. round because once you create that product it's and relevant. a platform for people to buy it, they can buy it at 4 a.m. They right. can buy it on Christmas day and you don't have to be there. 
So, and that's what I feel like real estate investors are trying to get involved in is this, they call it mailbox money or passive income. Sure. And while my firm belief is that even if you do long-term rentals, nothing is truly, truly passive mm-hmm. um, to the extent that you literally never have to be bothered. But I don't know. I feel like this education aspect of of where we are with technology now, you can create the stuff and just put it out there and people can buy it anytime. It, it, it's just as good as an investment as, as real estate. Totally. Sarah, what's your um, Instagram handle so people can see yeah. your educational stories that I love so very much. Yeah, so it's at Nesters, and that's N-E-S-T-R-S. We dropped the E because we're hip and cool, and also because so cool. someone you're took so it cool. already. <laughs> <laughs> um, so one thing you're talking about that I think is really important for any entrepreneur is that when you work for yourself, you don't have a traditional 401k Mm-mm. or all of these, maybe the same investment opportunities that someone that works for a company, which is exactly what you're you're talking about. So important. Are there any other investment, you know, opportunities that you've taken advantage of that you would say, hey, if you're starting out as an entrepreneur today, think about this. You might not be able to do it on day one, but plan for this because you're going to need to think about your future because you're not going to have that 401k. Well, I think it depends on your goals as a business owner. If you're a solopreneur and you want to continue to just exchange dollars for your time, which if that's your if that's something that you want to do, that's great. But there's going to come a point in your life where you may not be able to continue to be a laborer. Laborers are amazing people and I count on them every single day of my life. Right. But there is there might be a time, although my Mason guy is 70, so I don't know. Right. But um, there might be a time where you don't want to do it. And so I think you should invest in your business totally. as well. I mean, you're creating an asset that if you create the right systems and put the right people in place, it could function without you. So you're doing that right now with someone that you have working for you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so you got to a point where you're actually able to hire additional staff. Mm-hmm. And with that, you are asking them to put systems in place mm-hmm. such as Every single thing you do, mm-hmm. I want you to document it. Mm-hmm. So we have it on file because you're awesome. You're amazing. You, you're you untouchable. But one day, you're so untouchable that you're going to do your own thing. Absolutely. I'm going to cry. And cry. Think, <laughs> yeah, like massive cries and all the tissues. And now what? What do we do now? Well, you don't do it like XYZ did it. Right, So you exactly. have to get those systems in place. Super important. And I think that's something to start. For, as soon as you find something of value, make sure you're marking that down. Right? Absolutely. There's an entrepreneur that um, I saw on on LinkedIn and she was asking for applications to work with her. And something she said really rubbed me wrong. And she said um, she's very candid in this post. And she just said, and if you're looking to start your own business someday, need not apply. I'm looking for people who are going to be in this for the long term. And you can mm. think that as much as you want. And that might be the person's goal when they interview with you. But I don't know about you ladies, but I want someone who has aspirations that are bigger than just maybe always working yes, in my absolutely. business. Because where's the drive? Where's the absolutely. drive? Where's the creativity and the passion to like think about, oh, I could do this in my business someday. Absolutely. Or, I mean, I think the best employees could be the people who might then someday become our colleagues or even, dare I say, competition. And right. just to keep us all on our toes. For sure. You know, there's yeah. a quote, because I think about this too. We do a lot of training and development with our painters and the idea is so that they if they want their own business they could do that Um, but a quote and I'm gonna kind of screw it up but it goes something like um, treat them well enough so that they don't want to leave but empower them enough so that they can something like that right yeah so you you treat them 
you know, so well. I mean, they don't want to leave, but you're giving them the resources, the tools, the education that they need so that they can go kill it on their own. Mm-hmm. 100%. And there are people who want to kill it on their own, but they've got no desire to be. They see what you go through mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, I don't want to have to be dealing with mm-hmm. all of Like, I want to come home and check out. Like, Correct. we are done. And you know, how, uh-huh. what time were you sending emails this morning, Jen? 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. I was, you, yep. I totally sent Michael an email <laughs> at 4 a.m. And I was like, hey, girl, what's going on? <laughs> as long as it's not a phone call, and I'm cool. That was usually the opposite because it's like, go to sleep at 2 a.m., wake up at 7. And now yeah. this time I was like, go to sleep at 10. I'm waking up at 4. Like, yeah. it's game on. Like, yes. Let's do it. Um, That's not for everybody. Yeah. And thank goodness. Or we wouldn't have amazing people to rely on to help us create these businesses and these companies. Right on. Right on. So here's one other thing I thought about with you. And Sarah and I, I had the great opportunity just to, first of all, we we are partnered together on Welcome Home 614 Real Estate Investment. Mm-hmm. So our partnership is for investing in real estate, whether We have multiple decisions on if we're going to buy and hold, sell, et cetera. So very excited. We have our first flip together. Hashtag Betsy614, where you can watch all of the fun stories um, that happen with Betsy. Mm -hmm. And we um, we're just a great partnership. But one day we had lunch a few months ago and she, you know, our lunch turned into a multiple hour working session. We just sat across from each other and grabbed a beer and just got on our computers and did some work. And um, the interesting part about it was one part you lo- and we were just quiet. And then every like 20 minutes or so, one of us would say something. Oh, my gosh. You know what really like irks me? And you looked up and go, oh, I hate when I do this. And I said, what? And you're like, well, someone else is someone else got sponsored on their Instagram account <laughs> for something. And it makes me kind of feel a little bit jealous. And then. I like I know I shouldn't feel that, but they're really killing it. And I want you to talk a little bit about that because there's so many people that are going to be starting new businesses that I mean, I've done it. I've looked at this world and said, oh, my gosh, I can see what what's going on here. Yes. And I can see the competition and they're they're killing it. And what do I do? And oh, my gosh, they got that listing. This for is real estate. such a good topic. Yeah, it is so easy to watch other people and then feel like crap about yourself so much so how how do you manage and, and it how do look you look at her she's so successful right. and you're killing it right exactly. and, and feels and the same feeling happens so let's talk about that because everyone's going through it right i think you said it right michael i think it's like how do you manage it right because mm-hmm. i don't think you're ever gonna like get to this point i mean maybe maybe you really master meditation or some sort of like affirmational I-D-G-A-F? I don't even know. But I think at the end of the day, it's really about managing it and checking in with yourself and having a system in place or what you do when you get there. Because I think that leads into like shiny object syndrome, where you see someone who is killing the game in your industry, but they might have a totally different goal than you do. Right. right? And they're on that path to that goal. And it might be very different from yours and or they're on a they're taking a shiny object and they're getting off their path. And mm-hmm. just think if you're then looking at what they're doing and 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 taking a detour off of what you, you the path that you've set for yourself. It's just it's a self-sabotage thing that isn't healthy. Right. I think it's really good to have that healthy sense of competition and know what people in your industry are up to. But to mainly have your head down and focused on your own work and right. on what you're trying to accomplish in your business, what you're kind of trying to accomplish as a human being. Right. You know, because it's just 
it's like anything else. It's like you tell your children or, you know, your your nieces and nephews. Like it's you've got to take care of yourself first. The oxygen mask too. take care of yourself first. And then you can, you know, um, uh, change paths or 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 take on a shiny object. But as long as you know where you're headed, then I don't know. I think it, it's hard. It's hard. So I like that you said like the oxygen mask syndrome. Is that like just. You know, obviously airplane, it's like, put it on and then let's move on, you know, like, yeah. like, let's go. And what I did when I first started is I, when I looked at everybody else, I was like, great. Now, instead of initially, I was like, I am angry. You guys are doing awesome. And now I'm like, I am driven to get there too, mm-hmm. you know, so like, what yeah. do you take your mindset and how do you mold it? So it's like, yeah. use it as motivation. Oh my gosh. You know, yeah. you might for one second be like, oh man, they, they're, they're getting to do this let yourself have a pity party for one second Mm -hmm. and then be like, okay, now there's some more motivation for me. Like put your big girl pants on. It's time to get out there. Also, I, and I, and I don't just say this because it's fun to regurgitate. Like, abundance mindset 100% there's enough room for all of us to succeed Mm -hmm. and the minute you focus your energy on either being upset with someone else letting them know that you're upset because of they're getting successful or doing something that you wish you were doing now you're spending energy that you don't have endless Mm -hmm. amounts of on something that's not going to benefit you and your goals right so you've got to think abundantly if that person has something that's really great and they're they're succeeding at it guess what there's opportunity for you too for sure and how amazing is that so, and we're at a time where, where yes, we can be on social media and get jealous very fast and very quickly, mm-hmm. but we're also at a time where there's a ton of opportunity for you to be seen. So maybe just switch right. your focus or switch your mindset on maybe that person needs to be in your corner. If they're killing the game, like I, there's right. this girl so on good. Instagram who I love and, I, you know, and instead of like just, you know, being a silent, jealous person, I'm always tapping into like what she's doing and how I can make it my own and mm-hmm. and telling her how much she's killing right. the game. Right. You are That's doing awesome. awesome. You are nailing it. And like, I just want to let you know how much of an inspiration That's you are so to cool. Me. And who knows? That, that right there can turn into a partnership down the road. Like yeah. you never know. Mm-hmm. But the idea is you're putting something positive out there. And yeah. I believe when you do that, it comes back tenfold. Yep. Karma. Yep. I mean, because maybe she's like, I wish I was doing as good as X, Y, Z. And then she gets your message and is like, you know what? I'm okay. I'm having a good I'm day. I'm killing it too. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I feel okay about myself. Sarah, I want you to let everybody know how they, on all the plethoras, how they can reach out to you and how they can get to know about you and your business. I'm going to be a good entrepreneur and just say go to www.nestors.com, N-E-S-T-R-S.com. And from there, you can find um, my podcasts and my Instagram and all those things because the website is the only thing that we truly own. So it's good to promote your own space on the web. I love that. Exactly. And you always preach that. You're like, Jen. That's my own reminder. Yeah. You're like, Jen, how are you? How are you keeping everybody that follows you? Mm-hmm. No. Last thing is one question we want to ask you is what is your why? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Nick and I have a mission to leave this world better than we found it. So no matter what we're doing, whether it's creating a short term rental space or we're doing, you know, floor plans for a real estate investor, whatever it is, talking to listeners. I just want to leave your day better than, you know, maybe we found it 26 minutes ago and or um, your space better than we found it, you know, three months ago. So awesome. Yeah. Every time I see you and Nick, you guys leave my day better than I found yeah. it. See, you're already doing it. We try. Will you come back on sometime? Because I want to dive more into Airbnb and I want you to talk all about that. Yeah, I'm obsessed talking about that. So okay. anytime. Awesome. Thank you so much, yes. Sarah. Thanks for joining us on 614 Fempreneur. Yep. Make sure you reach out to us at 
614-F-E-M-P-R-E-N-E-U-R at gmail.com and hit me up at Welcome Home 614 on Instagram. You got it. Peace. You've been listening to a Morris Media production. This is Gus Whiteside with Whiteside Chrysler Dodge G. While we don't have giant inflatables or loud voice screaming end of the month blowout sales, we still have a good selection of new cars, trucks, and SUVs. Without the games and the gimmicks, if you're looking for sanity when buying a vehicle, come see me. Take a short drive to Mount Sterling. It sounds further than it drives. Or call me at 800-232-JEEP. Or online at whitesidecars.com. Whiteside Auto, it's not a dealership, it's a destination. This is Dr. Buzz from Buckeye Anti-Aging. If you're a man, listen to me. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, you can get help now. There's a safe, non-surgical solution for your problem. At Buckeye Anti-Aging, we have the right solution for your problem. Every man is different, but every man will eventually encounter this. If you're a man that suffers from ED and the blue pills simply don't work, call Buckeye Anti-Aging at 614-600-2378 or visit BuckeyePMR.com today. Have you been wondering if dental implants are right for you? I'm Dr. Philip Katz, owner of State of the Art Smiles. If you want to replace missing teeth with affordable dental implants, call us today at 614-362-9000, starting at only $97 a month. Yes, for only $97 a month, you can replace missing teeth with affordable dental implants. Book your dental implant consultation and smile with confidence again. State of the Art Smiles offers affordable dental implant options for every smile. StateoftheArtSmiles.com.